the window. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. And go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell... It is time at the window. I am Drew Martin alongside Jared Smith stepping in for Sean, who is on vacation, but we're holding it down here. Sports Grid TV Network, get on the grid. Jared, welcome in, man. Happy Wednesday to you. Drew, I guess I didn't screw up too bad yesterday because they asked me to do the show again today. So here I am. Oh, man, you were a lifesaver yesterday. (laughs) I thought it was a great show, man. Great content. We had two good guests. Um, in terms of today's show, I mean, we can just kind of replicate it, man. I don't know how you feel. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's kind of like running it back, you know, you've, you had like a fun pickup game, you know, out, out on the street and, you know, you didn't really like the outcome cause you lost. Let's just run it right back again, even though we did like the outcome yesterday. Uh, but you know, we got Nats, uh, Astros game two tonight. Uh, we've got day two of the NBA and uh, I'll, I'll tell you, you know, we were, we were breaking down that baseball game a lot last night, not only on this show, but also on in game live. Astros don't really look like they're that clean of a baseball team right now. I mean, I can count four or five mistakes that they made, small little mental mistakes uh, that really cost them that game when you add them all up. And if you add up enough of those mistakes, uh, a heavy favorite like the Astros can find themselves in a big hole. And, And tonight's really... Tonight's kind of the series if the Astros can't win tonight because the way the pitching shakes up, uh, you know, the Nats have the advantage once you get deeper and deeper into the rotation. So uh, this is a must win for Justin Verlander tonight. And it'll be fun to see how Steven Strasburg performs uh, on the big stage. Yeah, I, I don't necessarily disagree with you. You know, it, it, it's it's always tough to say, you know, must win. But I'm with you. I mean, they are in a huge hole if if they don't win this one with Verlander on the hill. And, and to talk about, you know, games you got to win. It, it's tough for the Astros seeing Strasburg on the other side. You know, he talk about, you know, a high ceiling pitcher, a guy that has the ability to go seven, eight innings and really keep your lineup at bay. We've seen it time and time again in the MLB playoffs. We're getting late there, obviously in the World Series. Pitching can dominate. And heck, tonight, I think both pitchers have the ability to dominate the opposing lineups. We are seeing a little bit higher total in game two than we saw in game two uh, game one. Uh, we're seeing seven pretty much across the board, slight juice towards the under also what minus one seventy five minus one eighty here Astros laying at home. Um, do you have any feel on betting it? Have you placed a bet yet tonight, Jared? No, I mean, honestly, I, I went one and one with the props last night. So the ones I gave out on the show uh, here were uh, Astros to score first, which they did, and then no score first inning, which didn't hit. So, you know, if you played both of those, you were down a little bit with the juice. Uh, I, I really don't have a feel for the side tonight. I mean, I'm still really... I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm holding a Nationals World Series ticket, and I haven't hedged it yet. Uh, I was I was close. I was really close to hedging it today, but I didn't get... I, I really wanted plus money. I, I, I really think the Nationals right now should be favored in the series. Uh, the way that, that, that the Astros played last night and what the Nationals have in games two and three, I think they have a distinct advantage in game three uh, with, with Corbin against uh, Grinky. That I mean, that is a distinct edge for uh, the Nationals in that game. I think tonight's a toss-up. I think Verlander probably is 
you know, a little bit more experienced in this spot, but Strasburg's the hotter pitcher. So we'll we'll see if Verlander can can pitch a little better than he has in his last two playoff starts, which which have not been good. Strasburg's the hotter pitcher, but he's never been in a spot like this. So I think that's kind of a toss up. You give the Astros maybe the slight edge for being at home. I do think the line value is on the Nats. I mean, you're getting Steven Strasburg, who maybe is the hottest pitcher in baseball, not named Garrett Cole right now, uh, and you're getting sixty cents a juice to bet on him tonight. I didn't check what the first five line is that might be a more interesting play for me. Uh, uh, Joe Ranieri had a great play last night. Nats plus a half run first five innings. Uh, and that was just an even money bet, minus 110 maybe. So I, I like that play a lot because you're basically just saying, all right, Cole and Scherzer are a wash through the first five innings. You get that half run for the Nats. That might be something to look at tonight. Money line Nationals is really the only way to bet it. You can't lay this kind of juice considering how uh, polished and how and how just you know rested and refreshed this Nationals team looked last night at the plate. They weren't intimidated at all by Garrett Cole. No, not at all. I, I mean, this Nationals lineup has has proven time and time again. You know, in the big spots, they can absolutely get after it. And we're seeing, uh, to, you know, the first five here. We got the run line Nationals plus a half a run, seeing minus one fifteen to minus one twenty. So that's uh, plus the half a run in the first five innings. And if we're just going uh, straight money line here, we're seeing a total of three and a half in the first five juice towards the under and uh, minus 155 on the Astros. So that would put it about minus uh, plus 140 plus 145 on the Nationals with Strasburg on the hill in the first five, man. So we're not giving up too, too much no. in terms of line value going from full game to first five, Jared, taking the bullpens out of it, which I think we would all agree is a slight advantage for the Astros, if not more than a slight advantage. And just going starting pitcher for starting pitcher against the opposing lineup, seeing minus 150 to minus 155 on Houston, plus 140 towards the Nationals. You think that's actually a better bet? Yeah, I, I, I really like that. I mean, you know, you're not really giving up a whole lot of juice for the and you're getting a half run in the first five innings. Uh, you know, and that's kind of piggyback on exactly what Joe Ranieri's strategy was last night, which was a winner. Uh, I, I, I would certainly go with the Nats plus a half in the first five. And I'm going to keep holding on to this Nats World Series ticket. And if I get a win tonight, if the Nationals win tonight, I, I would guess the line would be maybe Astros plus 150 to win the series. It's minus one. I mean, it could even be higher than that. Uh, I was expecting after last night that it would be even even money, or if not, the Astros would be the slight underdog in the series. Uh, I thought that the series tilted that much last night because the one thing that you could handicap, there's one constant that you could have handicapped coming into this series was that the Astros were going to win game one with Garrett Cole on the mound. Well, that didn't happen. And it just totally flipped the series on its head. I think games two and three, like we're going to see tonight, I think the Astros are, are at a slight disadvantage with the starting pitching matchup tonight. I think they have the edge because they're at home and they're the more desperate team. Game three is, I, I mean, the Nationals have a clear advantage in game three. Game four is going to be a bullpen game. Then you roll it back game Cole, uh, game five with Cole uh, and Scherzer in, in what would be a, a uncertain weather conditions in, in our nation's capital this weekend. So I, I think tonight really is, is, is the game that really swings it. I, I thought last night was obviously not uh you know Vegas still thinks that you know the Astros are odds on favor to win the series we'll, we will see because I, I really liked what I saw with the Nats last night they outplayed the Astros in big spots and the Astros made some mental mistakes that you typically don't see from them well said Jared um and guys we'll talk about the series price we also got some look ahead towards college football we got the NBA full blast now uh, I guess technically 
day two, but uh, full first day of the full card. This is At The Window. I am Drew Martin, Jared Smith in New York City. Guys, we'll be back after a short break. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. are back this is at the window october 23rd it's wednesday hump day however you want to look at it good sports betting day guys we got nba full slate we got world series game two we got college football thursday friday saturday of course nfl on thursday and sunday and the monday nighter as well so we'll look ahead to both of the gridiron sports we got um what, Jared? We, we were just talking about the World Series, man. And uh, we got Jared Smith in uh, in the studio in New York City. I am Drew Martin in Las Vegas. And looking at the series prices here, what we were just talking about, Nationals I'm seeing here at Circa in Las Vegas, plus 109, Astros minus 127. So still down a game, down 1-0 in the World Series. And they're still laying a 27 here, minus 127 for the Astros. I don't know, man, at this price point, and I know that you have a ticket already on the Nationals, but just viewing this as a separate bet, man, I kind of like the Nationals at plus 109 in a series price. How do you feel about that? I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, I and I, I was listening to, uh, I, you know, obviously we all listen to podcasts. I was listening to a couple of my uh, Vegas friends. They uh, do a podcast. Uh, 
they were just, you know, kind of going through all the all the, the liability that Vegas has on the Astros. Of course, the, the mattress guy in Houston went out to Vegas <laughs> yeah. a few days ago and just started popping out Astros futures bets uh, because he's on the hook for, I don't know, a couple mil. I don't know what the number is, but I think he's on the hook for like two or three million bucks that he's got to give out in mattresses uh, if the Astros win the World Series. So he went. Uh, and, and, you know, obviously, you know, hedged his bet, uh, you know, so he started popping out $500,000 bets at MGM. I think he popped one over at, uh, I, I think CG was the one book he didn't pop one out on. So, you know, long story short, there's a lot of Vegas liability on the Astros. And I think that changes the line a little bit. I, I think that makes the line just a little bit more skewed toward the Nats. They want a little bit more Nationals action. So, yeah, I mean, if, if, if you really think that last night was indicative of how this series is going to go, which is Houston just can't quite get the big hit in the big spot and the Nationals do get it, obviously that could change. Uh, but if, if you really think that last night was a deciding kind of, you know, series-changing game, you're getting value on the Nats because the line, if this was any other series and and the road team with these kind of horses stacked up in two games two and three, one game one, I think the Nationals would have been favored. But because of the liability, I think you're getting just a little bit of value on the Nationals. It seems as though Houston probably shouldn't be favored in this series anymore after tonight. Now, that obviously could change. Houston wins tonight. You're going to see the line shift back. Uh, But I think tonight, if you think the Nationals are going to win this game tonight, uh, you know, obviously you're going to get a lot more juice on the Nats' money line. But yeah, I mean, it does seem like there is line value, series value uh, on the Nationals to win the series. They should not, based on where the series is today, they should not be underdogs right now. I, I'm with you. I mean, I, I think it should maybe be a pick em. Um, If not, maybe the Nationals favored by a little just because of their starting pitching and the fact, heck, one game in a seven-game series is a is a big thing, Huge. especially the first game. I mean, now you're sitting on top. Um, even if you lose this game, it's it's one one, and 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 talk about you know regaining you know home field advantage, so to speak. Grabbing one in Houston is, is a big deal. Now, if they grab two, and and you alluded to it in the last segment, I mean that changes things almost to a a, a must win here for Houston. Um, and and also to your point, and guys, we're going to be talking the NBA here in just a second. You know, like the mattress guy firing off bets to to hedge. Um, I've talked with multiple sports book directors and it can change the line you know when you start talking about them holding futures tickets of you know 10 to 1 20 to 1 it doesn't take a lot of hundred dollar bets yes literally joe public making a hundred dollar bet on his game to kind of start to to make an impact on these sports books accounting and they they have to project that into their lines so they don't really want to take any more astros money and we're seeing it here in this line so i think you're up to you're on to something here um jared in terms of it, it might make value here for sports bettors out there to jump on this nationals team plus price up one nothing in the world series man yeah, and you know, the more I think about it, the more I I just, you know, would just, you know, make a bet on the Nats to win tonight. You're getting 65, 70 cents of juice. Uh but obviously if if you think that that there's a longer term play here because the Nationals could obviously lose the game tonight and still win the series. And that's the beauty. I mean, we talked about this yesterday with the NBA futures where, you know, you're, you're invested now in just more than a one-off situation. So it kind of tweaks the way you think about the series. Uh, and, and yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how much the line is skewed towards Houston because of, of what's going on kind of behind the scenes. Uh, 
with this with this uh, mattress guy, which is you know, I mean, if if if, if you're kind of up to speed on the industry, you know that this has been a, a a thing over the last few days that this guy's been, and he even called the books in Jersey, and, and the books in Jersey wouldn't really give him a lot of action. They give him a little bit, but he wanted like five hundred grand on the uh, Astros, and the books in Jersey said no. I I, I don't I didn't get a, a confirmed source on which book, but I did hear that he did call a book in Jersey and tried to make a very large six figure wager on the Astros to win the series, and they said no because probably just like a lot of the books in Vegas, they're already juiced up pretty heavy uh, on the Astros because that was one of the popular picks coming into the year. I had him at seven to one, uh, you know, and, and that was back in March. So you can imagine that throughout the season, a lot of those bets accumulate. You know, the Dodgers were one of those favorites that went down early. The Yankees were one of those fan favorites that went down early. But Houston was one of the more heavily bet preseason teams uh, to win it all. Uh, so, you know, you take in, you take that into account and then you add on top of it what this mattress guy's doing. And, and there's a lot of liability for the books right now for the Astros. So they're definitely rooting for the Nats. Uh, I'm rooting for the Nats as well. I mean, I, I, I don't know, man. I feel like I should just keep this ticket now. I've had mixed reactions from some of my friends and some of the people on Twitter about whether or not I should hedge it or keep it. I feel like at this point, after what I saw last night, just ride it out and hopefully we get the full 14 to one. Yeah, I don't blame you. You know, a lot of times I, I think kind of hedging with with sports betting becoming more mainstream. It's it's almost like people talk about it just to kind of like make themselves feel smart. I feel they forget about the fact each time you hedge, it costs you money. Mm-hmm. It's not like the, the sports books are doing that for free for you. It, so so you're kind of giving a little bit away in, in, in the in just in the transaction alone. So, heck, you made a good bet. And uh, I remember it. I wish I would have jumped on it with you in terms of. Uh, <laughs> Well, we were doing the show and I remember yeah. you talking about it and it made sense. And I was just uh, kind of slow to the wheel, but I uh, wish I was riding that ticket with you, man. So good stuff there, Sean. Great bet. And guys in uh, watching on YouTube right now, let us know what you want to hear about. We're going to hit on the NBA. We got college football coming up in the next segment as well. But uh, talking about a full slate of NBA tonight, Jared, no, um, we've talked about it before, but uh, season win totals, one that I'm going to put in, um, have put in is the uh, Atlanta Hawks over the 34 and a half in terms of season win totals. I was looking towards the Rockets under, haven't yet decided on that. Heard people talk, uh, you know, mixed things about it. But uh, a guy that I, I I respect his opinion in the NBA, a man named Ski Profit on Twitter, uh, he pointed me towards the Atlanta overseason wins. They're in the Eastern Conference, young team um, coming down the back half. I think they could rack up some wins. I, I That's the one I like in terms of regular season win totals. Anything you like in regular season win totals in the NBA and also on tonight's card man full slate of nba are you firing away on it yeah i mean i'm gonna dip my toe in very delicately with nba just because there's so much going on this week it's hard for me to really dive into it uh the ones i liked yesterday that i gave out and the first one yesterday i I really i was really encouraged with what i saw with my pelicans uh i got them at over 36 and a half uh after the zion injury uh went public uh, how much time he was going to miss that line jumped by three wins and I felt that Zion isn't worth three wins right now uh, and the Pelicans as a team are pretty good even without him and I think they showed it last night uh, you know they shot the three lights out uh, it's just a they're, they're a gritty team uh, you know JJ Redick brings a lot to that team uh, Drew Holiday's a star and then you throw Zion in the mix down the stretch I think that, that I think that team has some has some potential uh, to, to, to win some games and what will be obviously a tough Western Conference but 36 and a half, you know, they only need to win 37 games for me to hit that bet. That's, that's, you know, well under 500. Uh, the other ones I like tonight, I mentioned the Charlotte Hornets yesterday. That's my buy low in the East. You've got the Hawks. I, I, I like that as well. In fact, uh, I might be, 
you know, tailing you on that just because I was looking for another team in the East because I just think the East is, you know, I mean, it's not a, it's not a surprise uh, that the East is just bad. And I just, it, it, you know, I, I like betting on the lower win total teams in the East because I think it's going to be a pretty balanced league. Uh, and then my one other Eastern Conference team was the Sixers. I, I think they are the best team in the East. Uh, that's that's where that's where I'm kind of uh, leaning towards. If I had to pick a team to win the East, it would be them. Uh, and then, yeah, we'll see what happens tonight. I probably won't bet any solo games tonight. Maybe I'll hop in on something live. All right, good stuff, Jared. Guys, we've got a short break coming up. On the other side, we're going to look ahead towards college football. Try to grab some winners in the next section. NFL is ahead as well as Sports Grid TV Network. Get on the grid. Short break. We'll be right back. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. We are back at the window. And guys, want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best. Daily fantasy sports players get updated fantasy hockey projections for the NF- NHL DFS line kit combinations and build stacks for the tournaments in Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey, Without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Good stuff there. And Jared, in New York City, man, we got some uh, college football in this segment. Got a, uh, a huge Saturday card. We also got Thursday and Friday action. Um, SMU Houston on Thursday, uh, 13 and a half or 14. That's SMU laying on the road. I think that this is a really tricky handicap in the AAC, uh, SMU, you know, a, a team that a lot of betters are liking, you know, they got their eyes on, um, 
New Year's Day 6 Bowl. Um, they got high aspirations here. Houston pretty much throwing in the flag, the white flag um, on this season, just kind of building towards next season. Houston isn't a team I'm looking to bet. I could see a lot of points here, but in that, we're seeing a high total of the mid-60s. And on Friday night, we got the Pac-12 action, Pac-12 after dark. USC, 13.5 on the road, 62.5 being the total in Boulder. I like the Trojans here. I think uh, Colorado, you know, we've heard it before. Their defense is terrible. One of the worst defenses in the power five. And USC has some playmakers on the outside. I would look to lay it there with the favorite. However, it is a midweek game and you are on the road. That's always a tricky thing. Haven't bet either of these two games. But before we get to the Saturday card, do you like anything uh, Thursday night or Friday night? SMU intrigues me. They're six and one ATS this year. I think they're beating the spread by like 10 points on average. Uh, that that's intriguing for me because I, I totally agree with your take on Houston. I was on the Cougs uh, first half. I was on their team total over last week against UConn uh, on my fade UConn campaign uh, and they couldn't cover and they couldn't even get close to the total. Uh, I think they're, I think it was 39 and they ended up scoring 24. I mean, it was not even close. Like there was no sweat if you had the under in that game uh, or if you had the uh, Houston team total under, I think the game stayed under as well. Cause UConn obviously didn't score much, but uh, it, it, it does seem like Dana Holgerson's bitten off a little more than he can chew with this Houston team. Uh, and they've got guys. I mean, Derek Ward's a stud. So, or excuse me, Derek King, I, the quarterback for uh, Houston. Yeah, you know, he's a, he's a stud. Uh, so it's not like they don't have guys, but it just doesn't seem like they've figured it out yet. And man, this SMU team is rolling and they look great last week. They've just been obliterating the number. It's one thing to win straight up 7-0. and Obviously, you can't argue with that. But they're 6-1 and ATS, and they're double-digit averaging beating the spread. And that's, you know, to me, that's something I like to look at when I'm capping college football games because there are teams that will, and <clears throat> excuse me, Ohio State's another one of these teams that is just obliterating the number every week, uh, and the books just haven't quite adjusted yet. So SMU's a look for me. I haven't touched the Colorado-USC uh, game yet. I haven't been great with the Pac-12 games this year. I've been kind of off with most of them. I don't know. Maybe it's, just, it's an East Coast-West Coast bias. I haven't, I haven't quite figured out the Pac-12 yet this year, but I definitely want to look uh, to hop on SMU at so point either first half first quarter or full game uh i'll dive into it tomorrow and see where the line moves but it's kind of been hovering around 14 if you can get it at 13 and a half i would take it first half i think is seven seven and a half that's that, that's a good number too uh but man the mustangs are rolling yeah they are uh that's a one way for me in, in terms of sidewise it would be the mustangs or pass not looking to bet on the houston cougars in any form or fashion until further notice and man jared i i love that you brought up yukon and we're right here at the top of the card in terms of rotation number 107 108 330 eastern kick here and this is something only a college football better a college football degenerate better can love we got UConn and UMass oh my god I, I don't know if there's yeah I don't know if there's a worse uh combination in terms of teams playing all year long and and to speak to that we got the UConn Huskies playing doubles on the road that speaks tons about where this UMass program is they're at home they're catching 10 against UConn 62 and a half the total and this is a game man talk about degenerate special of all degenerate specials UConn and I'm really reaching for reasons to bet this game just because I feel like <laughs> I don't know I, I need to for some, yeah, for some reason you. yeah man and y- UConn's quarterback you know he is somewhat athletic and he can spin it pretty nice uh in terms of talent I think UConn has more talent than than UMass. And UMass, you would hope so. You yeah, would UMass hope so. Defensive unit 
it's it's the worst unit in all of college football. I mean, heck, there might be some some high school defenses out there that have a little bit more talent than UMass has on the defensive side. I think UConn can go into Amherst and win. However, the one thing, and I'm reaching for reasons to not bet it, UMass is off of a bye, and Walt Bell, their head coach, the offensive coordinator, uh, what, Florida State, and then before that, he, he was at Arkansas State. And if you bet Sunbelt football, you know, 2013 to about 2015, he had a quarterback named Freddie Knight, and, and they used to light it up, ATS, man. And that's the one thing that worries me, and especially off of a bye, he was very good with his offense. So we might look for UMass to be improved. I mean, improved being relevant. You know, we're talking UMass here. Do you have any quick thoughts on on UConn, UMass, and you have any interest in betting it? So I, you know, when I when I look at bad college football teams, usually the first thing I look at is what their scoring defense points per game is. And you know, obviously we're at that point in the year where those numbers aren't just you know an anomaly. It's it's a trend. You know, we're more halfway or more than halfway through the year for most of these teams. UMass is dead last in 100, 130 teams in FBS. UMass is dead last in score. They've grown up almost 50 points per game. The total 62, 63. I mean, I, I would say over is really, you know, when you look at one of these games, that's just an absolute toilet bowl. Uh, in the NFL, those games trend to go under because usually it's the offenses that are really bad and the defenses are just kind of average. In this situation, the defenses are actually awful. UConn's 125th in scoring defense. I mean, the, these two teams on average, I'm no math guy, 38 and 49, 77 points per game, or 87, excuse me, 80, I'm no math guy, remember, 87 <laughs> points per game combined, these two teams are allowing. Number 62, I think that's an easy play. Uh, I can't lay 10 points on the road with UConn. I don't care if they're playing tiddlywinks out there. I cannot lay 10 points on the road with UConn. It, it's, this is a degenerate over special for me, and if I bet it, I would maybe, just for the sake of tailing uh, you know, your, your inclinations to bet it, I would just throw you know, a few bucks on the over just to say that I did. Okay, okay. I, I don't disagree with you on that, man. <laughs> 62. I, it's very reachable. You're right. And then a lot of times in college football with these bad teams, as long as their offense has a heartbeat, you're right. It will be a loose atmosphere uh, up and down the field and probably likely very terrible tackling. Hey, opening up the card on Saturday, man. What games are interesting you on the college football gridiron? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking at I'm looking at a few of these games. Liberty, I, I know I, I know that's a crazy notion as well. Liberty laying seven and a half on the road against Rutgers. I I'm fading Rutgers every week. Uh, there's a few teams in college football that I'll fade every week for the rest of the year. Bowling Green's one. We've talked about that on the show a few times. Uh, Rutgers is now on my list. Uh, I will fade Rutgers every week for the rest of the year. Not a huge play, but just, you know, I, I, I like to find these teams, and usually by midseason I've identified them, that are just automatic fades. And the card is so deep in college football, I think it really helps, especially if you're new at this, to pick a few teams that you feel like you can, can target. And those are the teams that you identify either week, fade or follow, the, to bet on. So on, on, the, on the follow side, Ohio State's one, SMU's another. And, and look at the ATS numbers and how these teams are doing against the spread and look at you know, where their points per game are averaging beating the spread or, or you know, losing to the spread. Uh, so those are two on the, on the follow side. On the fade side, it's Rutgers uh, and it's Bowling Green. Uh, I haven't looked at the Bowling Green line yet, but, but Rutgers, uh, seven and a half point dogs at home against Liberty. 
This is Hugh Freeze's Liberty team, which is better than people think. They hung with Syracuse a little bit earlier this year, too. Uh, I, so I, I think Hugh Freeze has done some good things down there with the Flames. Uh, I'll take Liberty. I know that I love these mid-major games. I love them because I think that's where you get the value. And I know Rutgers is a power five team, but they might as well be a mid-major team. Uh, so I'll, I'll, I'll take Liberty laying seven and a half on the road against Rutgers this weekend. Man, what, where has this Rutgers program got? I mean, you're talking, what, a Big Ten team? catching more than a touchdown at home to what the newest member of FBS football here in the Liberty flames. I believe that is their, yep. their mascot there. Um, and I, I, this game, you know, I just pulled it up one, two, three, four, five, six losses in a row, both straight up and ATS for Rutgers. You've been making a lot of money if you've been fading Rutgers. So hats off to you on that, Jared. Um, it speaks to the game we just talked about. Their one win in cover was against UMass. So, um, and since then, they've lost six straight. Uh, yeah, Rutgers is absolutely a no bet. And the market's kind of told us that. They, they've bet them up over a touchdown. That's Liberty on the road did you want to bring up any other games or you want me to fire off some yeah i mean i again i'm just gonna i'm gonna fade bowling green again they're they're uh it's western michigan at home this week uh i think you've got to lay about 28 you gotta lay about four touchdowns uh i i think bowling green's covered once or twice this year uh of course the one week that they did cover was the the first week that i decided to start fading them i faded again last week against cmu and 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 central michigan covered now they get the other one one of the other michigan teams uh it seems like there's like nine teams from michigan that are that play in the mac eastern central western uh so so i'll 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 take the broncos uh to uh cover the number against uh bowling green this weekend again bowling green and Rutgers auto fades for me the rest of the year all right, man. And uh, the big one on Saturday night, Notre Dame versus Michigan. That's one I have interest in. Bet Notre Dame last night plus one. Now, uh, heck, the market's moving on it even more. Notre Dame now the favorite on the road. So uh, Michigan is is a tough one to back. You know, obviously trouble there. Head coach, quarterback, not really very good, at least this year. 51 being the total. And Notre Dame off of a bye week. That's Brian Kelly. We get Ian Brook. I think uh, quarterback, head coach combination off of a bye as well like brian kelly off of a bye i think notre dame is the side here and i I was going to say wrong team favored but heck the closing line has fixed that for me so notre dame minus one now still think there's value um they are on the road in the big house but overall the irish would be uh the bet i would look for on saturday night guys we do have a short break coming up we got jared smith in new york city i am drew martin live from las vegas this is sports grid tv network get on the grid short break we'll be right back to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. We are back at the window Wednesday. We got Jared Smith in New York City. I am Drew Martin live from Las Vegas, Nevada. And guys, don't forget to follow us on YouTube and Instagram at SportsGrid TV. Good stuff on there. Good content from the sports betting fantasy news. A lot of action on there. So check out on YouTube and Instagram, SportsGrid TV. Jared, we got NFL on Sunday, man. Not sure if you had any early looks on the card. Uh, Carolina plus the points, you know, quarterback situation, but uh, still they're scoring points and uh, Christian McCaffrey at the running back position, but uh, always stepped to, tough to step in front of the 49ers. That's one game I had circled looking at the five and a half with Carolina Panthers, but really haven't fired away on any NFL. What about you, man? Have you got involved with any on Sunday? Uh, I haven't locked anything in yet. NFL for me is usually a no play until, you know, unless I see something just crazy early in the week. Uh, I'll usually wait until Friday or Saturday. I like to kind of see where the action kind of shakes out because uh, obviously you guys get the first crack at it out in Vegas. And then I feel like the the lines kind of kind of simmer down about midweek. And then Friday, Saturday, you get some of the public that starts to to really pick up their betting. Uh, so so there, there's usually a, a decent amount of line movement between Friday and Sunday. So usually Saturday night, Sunday morning is when I lock in my NFL. I do have some ones that I'm looking at. Uh, I, I kind of like the under tomorrow night. Uh, I, I just don't I don't see how how the Redskins are scoring in Minnesota. So, uh, you know, look for a skins team total under, look for the full game under first half under has been really profitable uh, in primetime games this year. So I'm certainly going to look to be on the under on Thursday night. I feel like the totals a little bit inflated considering what the Vikings have done offensively the last three weeks, which they've looked like, you know, the best offense in football the last three weeks. Uh, Kirk Cousins just, I, I don't know what's going on, but he's, you know, he's eating his Wheaties the last few weeks. So, uh, I, I would look to I would look to fade that a little bit. Uh, I I just don't see how the Redskins are scoring. I mean, they couldn't score last week. I know the conditions were really bad uh, in D.C., but now they're going on the road to I, I think probably what's the the toughest, if not one of the toughest uh, environments in football. Thursday night primetime, short week. Case Keenum in a weird revenge spot. Uh, Kirk Cousins in a revenge spot as well. Uh, so that just feels like a like a like a slow starting game to me. So maybe a first quarter, first half unders a good play there. Uh, I think the Rams have gotten their swag. Back, I really do. Uh, I know that's a big number. Uh, I think it's you know either twelve or thirteen. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking on uh, Fanduel now. It's thirteen. Uh, they're hosting the Bengals on Sunday. I, I think they got their swagger back. I think the Falcons were a perfect get right spot for them on Sunday. So I'm gonna probably be uh, betting the Rams uh, in some capacity first half full game uh, over the next few weeks because I do think that they're starting to get their swag back a little bit. Uh, besides that, I haven't really dove in completely. 
This Eagles-Bills line kind of is interesting. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I trust the Bills yet. What do you think about the Bills? I feel like the Eagles are coming off that game where they re- they really need a win now. Uh, and the Bills just, they, 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 they don't really do it for me in terms of a complete team. I know offensively they've been better, but I feel like the Eagles, if you can catch three on the road against the Bills, might be a good spot. Yeah, I mean, the Bills quarterback position, I'm not a big fan of. Uh, I, I just think that, you know, they're all I like their defense, obviously, a lot more than their offense. It makes me look towards the under when betting on the Bills, plus the fact Philadelphia and their quarterback position. I mean, it's it's kind of been a little shaky, to say the least. So laying points with Buffalo. Granted, it's a short number being at home. That's probably the way I would lean. I doubt I get involved with this one, but uh, if you made me bet it, you know, sidewise, I'd lean with the with the bills. You can catch it even one and a half now, but uh, 43 okay. and a half seems to be the high watermark on the uh, total. I'd probably lean under in that one. Uh, AFC NFC matchup. Another one here I'm looking at, you know, Chicago minus four against the L.A. Chargers. Know a lot of people like the Chargers last week. Um, I don't know, man. I just don't like that Chargers team, especially, you know, having to go on the road. Tougher place to play in Chicago against a good defense. I think the Bears cover that number a little bit short. Other than that, no, I, I don't have much on uh, the NFL card either. Hey, but maybe on the Monday nighter, and we'll have some more time to talk about this one. What about the Dolphins, man? <laughs> uh, covering their last two games and going up against the Pittsburgh Steelers team that, heck, they have their own trouble this year and having to lay 14 and a half. I'm not, I'm not interested in the Pittsburgh side. I'm not saying I'm going to be betting the Dolphins, but uh, if you made me bet it, Jared, I, I would actually look to kind of be on the Dolphins on Monday night. You got any feeling there? I, I agree. I mean, I feel like the Dolphins now are getting to that point where the books are really giving you a lot of juice to bet them. Uh, and because obviously everyone fades them every week because, you know, it's the public narrative that, you know, they're the worst team in football, which probably is true. But the way that I view NFL teams and, you know, I think Ralph Michaels can give a much more detailed approach to this. The worst NFL team and the best NFL team, I don't know if there's as much gap there point spread wise as you would think the average person would think because these are all pros. Now, obviously, situations, who's home, who's away, those are things that are all going to skew it. But if you just look at straight power rankings and how much point differential is between the number one team in the NFL and the number 32 team in the NFL, I don't think there's as big of a gap there as some of these spreads indicate. Right now, the way this spread's telling me is that the Steelers are one of the best teams in football because they're laying over two touchdowns. How often do you see a team lay more than two touchdowns in an NFL game? Uh, it's, it's happened a lot this year because the Dolphins are just God awful, and the you know Redskins are pretty bad too. Uh, but I think that I think the Jets spread against the against the Pats was somewhere close to twenty. I want to say the I I think that Dolphins Patriots game was in the twenties was was in the twenties as well. But that was the Patriots. This is the Steelers. So big difference between those two teams. So yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I, I think the Dolphins right now fourteen and a half point dogs on a on a. Um, you know, Monday night game with Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's good for one or two good games every year. They're going to win eventually. I think they're going to win a game this year. I don't know when, probably against the Jets, but I I do think they're going to win a game this year. We'll see if it's Monday. I'm with you. I I, I have seen some um, props out there. Will they win a game? Will they not? And it was just too much uh, juice on on the yes. 
But uh, by this point, you know, we've already got some games under their belt. I, I would hope it'd be near pick them if they win a game or not. And I would bet the yes, they do win a game. Hey, Jared, I thought you brought up a good point in terms of, you know, the NFL top to bottom in terms of power ratings. And granted, you got to factor in, you know, points scored in a game and how much percentage wise that is in a point spread for a game in professional athlete. But I, I do agree with you in terms of top to bottom in the NFL, maybe outside of MLB that it's the closest out of any of the professional Agreed. sports. Would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. I think basketball is the worst. I, I think basketball is the one sport where the worst, and college sports is different. College yeah, sports no, no, no. Is, a, is, a total, is a totally separate animal because of just the volatility with how many teams there are and, and where the talent lies. The NFL and, and you know, NBA is such a funneled, you know, condensed, uh, you know, version of that talent. So 1% of college football players make it to the NFL. So even on the worst teams like the Dolphins, they're still the top 1% of what you'd be seeing in college. Now, obviously, that 1% has a very high standard deviation from the bottom of it to the top of it where, the, you know, the Patriots have their talent kind of meshed together in, in this hodgepodge of, of, you know, random, you know, not superstars, but just really good players, and they just mesh together so well. The Dolphins more just individualistically have really good players on their team because they're all NFL players. But, yeah, I definitely think basketball is the highest skew where one player can really make the difference. We see it with LeBron, with the Cavs. You know, he leaves and the Cavs fall apart. So I think the NBA is is the outlier there. But the other teams, baseball, football, hockey especially, there's just not a lot of stars that can really make the difference from one play to the next. Like we see it in baseball. Mike Trout's the best player in the league. When was the last time you saw Mike Trout in the playoffs? Never. So, you know, it just I think that there's such a standard deviation of where the talent lies across these teams that there isn't that much of a separation between team one and team 32. In in this case, the NFL with 32 teams. But the coaching, the situations, the injuries, those are all things that kind of play into where the volatility and the point spread lies. But I I agree with you 100 percent. The NBA is the outlier. But in football, especially in baseball and in hockey, it's really condensed with that talent pool. uh, And that's why. I don't think there should be a ton of difference between the top and the bottom compared to what you see maybe in basketball or also in college sports. Yeah, and, and we'll see it down the stretch. You know, these NFL teams catching two touchdowns, uh, you know, you'll see them cover and it, and it speaks in where the line is. And, and just to kind of piggyback on what you were saying in terms of it makes sense with, you know, in the NBA, just break it down to the numbers, you know, each player is what 20% of the team on the court. Whereas in the NFL, there's 11 players. You're actually less than 10%. And I know that the quarterback, the left tackle, you know, are integral parts and they're likely more than 10% of, you know, the production of where, of how the game is played. But at the same time, I mean, and just from playing pickup basketball, you know, back in the day, it's the way that the sport plays out. The, the best player is likely going to win. That's why I, and I'm a big college basketball better, uh, Jared, and you'll very rarely see me lay points to a team that has the better player, even yeah. though the better team might be, you, you know, the, the team laying the points. If the, if the underdog has the better player, the best player on the court, I usually want to bet on that team, Jared. Yeah, and I think coaching's a big factor too because that's the one thing that can neutralize the best player. So those are definitely, when, when I'm betting a college basketball game, the two most important things I take into account, who's the coach and who's the best player. Uh, those are Because coaching in the NBA is not quite the same as it is in college. 
where, you know, the the schemes and the way that the plays are drawn up, much more free-flowing in the NBA. The coach does not have as much of an impact on the game. In college basketball, that is not the case. We see it with the 2-3 zone with Jim Beheim. We see it with the way Duke plays. It just, it changes the way that the game is played. Now, when you're dealing with teams like Duke and Carolina that always have the best players on the court when they play each other, it's hard to really determine who the best player on the court is. I don't know if that factors in as much, but when you get some of the, and it comes into, you know, I talked to Matt Josephs, you know, he does a lot of shows with us on in-game live. He's a big, I mean, literally his Twitter handles mid-major Matt. So, you (laughs) know, that's all he does is break down these mid-major games. That's where you see the best player really ascend and really separate themselves from what is an average talent pool. So I'm totally on board with you there. I, and you know, I'm looking at my watch, you know, on the date and I can't wait for college basketball to start back up again, because other than football, NFL and college, College basketball is hands down my favorite sport to bet. Oh, and it makes sense. I mean, there's over 300 teams. That's a lot of work for the odds makers to do, in my opinion. And I don't even know if it's an opinion. I'm just kind of playing the safe route there. It is the best sport to be a sports better and, and to have an advantage over the odds makers. There's just so much for the odds makers to do. And I even before. You know, I, I I had a straight job and now I've been doing a professional, you know, in the sports betting industry for five straight years now. Even since I entered this industry, Jared, there was a time where not all the college basketball games had a total. It was wow. only the games that, that were on ESPN or on Fox Sports. Yeah. And now since then, they've all had totals. Now, granted, the, the limits might only be 250. Some books may be having 500. It's not like you can walk up to a sports book <laughs> and put 5K down on a college basketball total. And that speaks to where they don't want to take the action because they know they're uh, a little bit up against it in terms of winning long term. And sure enough, in November, December, even up into January, we'll see college basketball totals move upwards of 10 points. Yep. And it's not just like one total. It will happen. You know, not I'm not going to say daily, but weekly you'll see totals move in six, seven, eight, nine points. And that shows you just how how widespread these the, the volatility can be. And if you can grab a good number there, that's how you win at sports betting better than any other sport, in my opinion, in the industry. So he's Jared Smith in New York City. I am Drew Martin here in Las Vegas. Guys, after the break, we'll have uh, best bets, final thoughts on the show. We got... um. Uh, what just last week? I, I, I guess uh, yesterday I lost on my World Series bet. Uh, what, what was your best bet yesterday, Jared? Do you remember off the top of your head? I, I think it was no score first inning, which lost. But I really, I was, I, I put the same amount on both of those props last night that I gave out here on the show. It was the Astros to score first? Uh, which was minus 125, and then, and then the no-score first inning, which I think was like minus 150. So I was down the juice yesterday. Uh, uh, and then, yeah, I, I was I, I, I did a small bet on the Astros' money line, but that was more of a hedge to the World Series bet. And I was thinking, all right, well, I think the Astros can win tonight and the Nats can still win the World Series. Obviously, that that it didn't happen last night, but I, I feel good with my Nats futures bet. I'm going to lay off any sides, and I'm just going to bet some props probably tonight, which I'll have one after the break. All right, it's at the window. Sports Grid TV Network. Get on the grid. Short break. We'll be right back. Best bet.
Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. We are back at the window Wednesday, October 23rd. I am Drew Martin live in Las Vegas, Nevada. We got Jared Smith holding it down in the studio, New York City. We got two big hubs here covered, Jared, in terms of uh, strong American cities. Good food cities, huh? You think New York's actually better food than Las Vegas? I I mean, listen, it's funny because all the restaurants I can't get into in New York, when I go to Vegas, I get into them, like Rayo's at Caesars. Yeah. The last time I was in Vegas, that was the only place that I really wanted to go to because I can't get into the one here in New York City, uh, and it's owned by the same guys. So, uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm, I'm really excited. I've got a trip planned out there over Valentine's Day, so I hope we get to connect. And and obviously, you know, doing the show with all you guys on Skype, you know, it, it feels like we know each other, but we really don't. So uh, hopefully we'll, you know, share share a good meal out there in uh, the desert uh, come uh, February. Absolutely, man. I hope so. That'd be that'd be a fun time. And uh, I believe you're catching a hockey game. So uh, yep. maybe that, that sounds like fun in itself. But um, Jared, we only got a, a, a minute or two left here, man. Throw it over to you. Any final thoughts? And if you have a best bet, throw it out there, bro. Yeah, you know, final thoughts. I think this is the best week in sports. It's the Equinox. You got all four major sports playing this week. Uh, football, basketball, baseball, hockey. It's kind of, you know, ever you know, interchanging over the next uh, few days. You know, we'll get, you know, baseball tonight, basketball, hockey and football tomorrow. And you know, we'll go back and forth. So it's a really great week. Uh, I'm, I'm going to do exactly what I should have done last night, which is Nats on the uh, run line. First five innings. Uh, I saw it minus 110 on FanDuel. I just locked it in. Uh, so Nats plus a half on the first five inning run line. So if it's zero zero after five innings, I win my bet. 2-2 after five innings, I win my bet. Obviously, if the Nats are winning, I'll win that as well. Uh, I just think this, the uh, matchup favors the Nats. 
the bullpen favors the the Astros, so I take the bullpens out of it. I'll take Strasburg over Verlander. Give me the Nats plus a half first five innings tonight. Awesome, Jared. I like it, man. And you know what? Uh, on tonight's card, I, I think I like that the most, too. You made a compelling point. I'm going to tail you. So uh, we're going to double up on that run line. Nats first five innings. Guys, I believe Sean will be back tomorrow. So uh, hats off to you, Jared, man. Way to step up, man. And uh, I appreciate the time. And heck, love to have you on in the future. Pleasure to be here. Hopefully, uh, Sean gets sick a lot more, right? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Guys, this is At The Window Sports Grid TV Network. Get on the grid.